All right, and welcome to the Eating Out Podcast. It's All right, on today's episode, we will be going over our NFL Week 7 predictions and our Week 8 predictions. Um, Antonio signing to the Buccaneers, the Chiefs domination, Dodgers winning the World Series, uh, and a special one, Max versus Adam in the Cam Newton versus Caropolo take, Ben DiNucci taking over, and some of our segments. Time to roll the intro. Now, in predictions of Week 7, Tyson won with 10 correct again, two weeks in a row. Tyson, how are you feeling about this? I'm feeling pretty good. You know, they make it way too easy out here. Just fade them all. Probably like 5-2, and 6-2 when I fade them. Works out. All right, and in last place, Max Ferrara with eight predictions. Wah, wah. And then we have me and Adam with nine, just one away from Tyson. Now we'll be going over Antonio Brown signing with the Buccaneers. Adam, what are your thoughts on this? So just in a situation where the rich get richer, you know, the Chiefs get Le'Veon, the uh, Bucks get AB. They say he's matured, so maybe he just won't yell at his his owner, the team anymore. Maybe he might just yell at some teammates. Um, So hopefully he's matured a little bit there. Uh, Just kind of makes me a little bit mad because now I'm trying to shop Mike Evans on both my fancy teams. I think it'll be a good uh, teamwork uh, chemistry with Tom Brady and Antonio Brown, so I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how Antonio Brown's beginning. It looked like he was mature for the Steelers, and then he wasn't. I don't know how he's just suddenly become mature again, but we'll see what happens. The Bucks been looking good, just like we said with the Seahawks earlier, adding a new piece. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it doesn't become toxic. All right, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, put the blame on you, fool me three times. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I don't think he needs a third chance. You know, I think it's going to be very toxic for the Bucks. Um, I don't like this decision. I really don't. Um, and so now for the next segment, we're going to be going over the the Chiefs domination. Um they just absolutely obliterated the Broncos. Um, Tyson, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, the Broncos, man, Drew Locke, is he really the answer? That's a real question. It's probably going to be like seven or eight games, so we'll see. But Drew Locke's not looking too good. Yeah, she's were rolling. Hopefully they can bring it in next week. Uh, yeah, it was just a total domination. The defense looks pretty good, which I was excited to see. Early in the game, uh, special teams and uh, our defense – we're able to get us a touchdown, so I'd like to see that. Yeah, I think it was really well-played game on both sides for the Chiefs. Even got to put in the scrubs there at the end. Um, honestly, I think in our projections last week, uh, or predictions last week, I talked about how I thought it was going to be a close game, and I was clearly wrong. I overestimated our divisional rivals down there in Denver. Um, so I was have to keep reminding myself that Drew Locke is a poser. Yeah, I mean, I, I was also hoping for a close game. Uh, we obviously didn't get that. Um, it was a lot of fun seeing that our defense was more of our scores than uh, Mahomes. Um, so, yeah, I was very excited about that. Uh, so now the next talk we're going to be talking about, Ben Danucci. 
So Ben DiNucci is the new quarterback for the Cowboys um, after Aaron Andy Dalton uh, got his concussion. Uh, ben has come in. Uh, Tyson is going to be talking about, start us off with this tape. Yeah, Andy Dalton can't make the Cowboys look good after all the sets of the Bengals. I don't know how Ben DiNucci is going to do that with the Cowboys, but they played the Eagles on Sunday night. They're going to be playing an NFC opponent. Who knows who's going to win that game? He could easily beat the Eagles. It's going to be, who knows? Yeah, I'm just excited that we get to see uh, some Italian-Americans in the league get some playing time. So, yeah, congrats. Yeah, uh, I think at this point, you know, after the tragic death of Andy Dalton, after he got just absolutely rocked in the face uh, on Sunday, um, I think at this point, just kind of like throw anybody out there at quarterback, they're going to lose no matter what because they're headed up by just that coaching staff. I kind of want to see Mike McCarthy go under center, just get a taste of his own medicine, see what's not working, you know, from there on the field. That'd, that'd be fun to see. I would definitely watch that. That would be primetime television. But, yeah, as far as Ben DiNucci goes, you know, we'll see what he can do. I'm not expecting anything because just – I just don't think they have a high ceiling right now the way that, that team has been playing with the weapons they have. So uh, go out there and just have fun, Ben. That's that's all we can ask. Yeah, for me, this is really tough just thinking, um, you know, the Cowboys are still in it to make the playoffs, which is very sad. Um, even though they are in it, I don't think they're going to make it to the playoffs. I do think, you know, maybe football team might make it, um, which is a crazy thing to say. Um, but yeah, the division is not looking too hot. Um, and then, so now we're going to be going over the Dodgers winning the World Series this week. Uh, Adam, you want to start us off? I do, I do. Um, so I don't know if y'all remember back on the last episode when we had our short little World Series segment, your boy Adam over here predicted Dodgers in six. Guess what happened? Dodgers in six, thanks to Kevin Cash and the computers in the dugout. Dude, you're so cool. I wish I could beat you. Yeah, you wish you could. Yeah, you might. You may beat us in NFL predictions, Tyson, but I can predict the World Series games and winner just like that. I think that's cooler. We're about even. So, I mean, congrats to the Dodgers. I'm um, gonna see them finally, you know, win a World Series now with that $200 million roster, and uh, just see them come back against the trash cans after losing in 2017 to the Houston Asterisks. Um, so just kind of satisfying to see them get their, get their World Series after that. Um, so yeah, congrats to them. Happy to see Clayton Kershaw finally get his ring. Yeah, I've summed it up pretty well. We'll talk more about Kevin Cash and Justin Turner in a later segment. Congrats to the Dodgers, the race. Maybe spend a little bit too much time on the computers. Can't take it. No, that's, that's gotta be one of the most, that is definitely. Tyson and I were talking about this earlier. Kevin Cash taking out Blake Snell with 75 pitches after one hit, and I believe it was like the sixth inning. Um, that is right up there with the boneheaded coaching decisions uh, with Pete Carroll passing on the one-yard line to give away the Super Bowl against the, the Patriots. Um, that's, it's right up there with that. It's, it's going to be talked about for ages, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about more, more of that later. Yeah, I don't know much about baseball, but congrats to the Dodgers, I guess. Um, just know they're a big market, have a lot of money, so they're able to afford a lot of the good players. But yeah, congrats. Mike Trout's still the best player in MLB. I don't want to hear anything about Mookie Betts. He may have won us talking to us, but that's besides the point. Yeah, and um, for me, 
I was I was a little upset. Um, I wanted the race to win. They were the underdog. I thought they had the passion, the courage, um, a lot of heart. But you know, Dodgers were the better team in the end. Um, so you know, good for them. Um, yeah. And then so we have a little special guest today. Um, we have this little segment. It is called uh, called Ty's Takes uh, by Ty Kemp, our secretary of the club. Uh, he's just going to introduce us, himself and start us off with Ty's takes. All right. Thank you, fellas, for letting me on the podcast. I'm just going to go over some of my hot takes for the weekend and through the week. Uh, starting on Saturday, Halloween, we'll go to the early window for uh, college football. Uh, give me Wake Forest absolutely destroying Syracuse. They're 11, 11 point favorites. They're absolutely going to destroy them. Um, then give me Georgia in the points. Or actually, give me uh, – Kentucky in the points over Georgia. It's at Kentucky. I can see Kentucky staying in late and maybe getting a late touchdown to get it under 15 points. Uh, for the NFL, I just think the Sunday night game is absolutely atrocious with the two, the at least worst division in football with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Absolutely horrible game. But one game that is catching the eye, Pittsburgh going to Baltimore. Um, I like Pittsburgh in this game. I don't know if Big Ben can throw enough touchdowns or Lamar can run enough. We'll see what happens. But the best take of them all is I'm picking Joe Burrow over the Titans. Uh, I think Joe Burrow will find yeah. his way with T. Higgins. Yes, sir. T. Higgins and Joe Burrow will, will hook up on enough, and then we'll get a blocked field goal at the end by the Bengals to seal the deal. That is the hottest take of Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully uh, Joe Burrow doesn't break. It's sort of like you did mine last week in my upset of the week with the Bengals over the Browns. Yeah, that was tough to watch. <laughs> that take was hot. <laughs> All right. Right off the stove. We love to hear it from uh, Ty Takes. All right, so now we're going to get into week eight of NFL predictions. Um, so starting off, we have the Falcons, one and six, and the Panthers. Falcons disappointed me last week. I'm going to go with the Panthers this week. I just think they're the better team. It's going to be a high-scoring game, but I have Panthers winning this game. Yeah, I hate the Falcons. Yet again, they disappoint me. I have Matt Ryan and Julio Jones on my team, and they're a disappointment. So I'm going with the Panthers. Panthers are just the better team. Let's go. Yeah, you got to take Teddy Bridgewater here. Underdog all season. Going to stand that way. Teddy Bridgewater taking the Panthers. If it ain't broke, go fix it. Give me the Falcons, baby. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. They're going to have a lead. The real the question is... The Falcons are pretty broke. They're going to have a lead. The real question is, will they, will they keep the lead? they actually win the game? That's the real question. I think they will. But it's going to be a close game. All right. And this next game, this is the game of the week for me. This is the Steelers 6-0 and and the Ravens 5-1. and Also my upset of the week, I have Ravens winning this game. I believe the Steelers' defense will not be able to stop Lamar Jackson. Ravens are going to win this game. I'm going with the Steelers. The Steelers are 6-0. and They've shown that they're the dominant team here. And I think they're going to keep the streak alive. I like uh, Juju Smith, Speedster, whatever Grant says. Yes, sir. Big Ben. Um, overall, they're just a great team. I, I, I think they're the more fun team to watch. You got to take Steelers here in that defense. Arguably the best defense in the NFL now, right now. Um, Lamar has obviously been shown that he is able to be shut down by the Chiefs. 
Um, so if the Chiefs can do it, the Steelers and their 6-0 defense absolutely can, and their offense has enough firepower to back it up. So I'm taking Steelers in this one as well. I think this one the Steelers finally lose. Lamar has a look good. I think this one he'll start to look better, and then people will start to talk about the Ravens again. This was, the Steelers are a great team. I think this is where they get their first loss. All right, and this next game is the Dolphins, Adams team, and the Rams. See, Tua will be playing this game. I do not think he will get a win this game. I believe the Rams. It's going to be a very close game, but I do think the Rams are going to win this game. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm just uh, I'm going with Adam's pick, bro. I know he's going to pick the Dolphins, and I'm excited to see how Tua's going to perform. And if they win, I'm going to look like a boss. Like, I predicted that out. <laughs> Is that your upset of the week? Yeah, that's my upset of the yeah, week. Yeah, so my upset of the week, no doubt. You look at rookie quarterbacks this year, Justin Herbert, offensive rookie of the year. Joe Burrow, offensive rookie of the year before Justin Herbert started playing out of his mind. And then you got Tua Tagovailoa, who's about to come in. First touchdown pass up to his career is going to Mike Gusecki. You heard it here first in the end zone. And people underestimate the Dolphins' defense. Jared Goff is not an elite quarterback. He's Jared Goffel. And uh, he will continue to be that way against the Miami Dolphins this week. I'm taking Dolphins by 7-plus. Wait, did we hear that right? Did you Seven. just say Jared Goffel? Yeah. Like, he's, awful? He's, he's Goffel at football. That's cute. You guys, got the, you guys got the same upset of the week. Too bad. They're going to definitely lose. Rams are going to win this game. Jared Goffle, that's hilarious. He's been in the Super Bowl. Two hasn't even played a game. The Rams are going to win. They're going to roll. They're going to win by 14 plus. Wow. That's that a hot take. That is hot. That is still in the stuff. That's still in the oven. You said so hot. Seven plus. That's a way hotter take than mine, but. No, <laughs> see, it may be a hotter take on paper, but realistically, I we, we know it's the truth. Mind. You have the best mind in the world, my bad. I'm only second in predictions. That's not terrible. I'll take it. All right. And after that, um, I did forget that we were going to do a Garoppolo-Cam Newton fight. But just you wait. We will do it after our predictions with Max and Adam. Um, what is that segment? We will get to it later. All right. In the next game, we've all been waiting for the Chiefs. 6-1 versus the Jets, 0-7. Oh, game of the week, baby. Like I said, the Jets will never win a game this year. The Chiefs will absolutely destroy. By the way, if you have Le'Veon Bell on your fantasy team, I'd start him. He's going to play well against the Jets. The Chiefs are winning by 12-plus. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I have to go with them. They're my home team. And, yeah, Chiefs every week. They're going to win this. Yeah, so uh, my upset of the week here is going to be... Uh, just kidding. The Chiefs, the Chiefs. <laughs> Old joke. Good joke. Anyway, Chiefs 6-1, Jets 0-7. Actually, Jets 0-16. Um, so, yeah, we're going Chiefs. Chiefs, I got nothing else to say. You didn't want to fade us? Wow, that's kind of soft. That's, that's a tough one to fade for sure. All right, and on to the next game. This is the Vikings 1-5 versus the Packers 5-1. This is weird because I was talking to someone and they said the Vikings are going to win this game. I think they are oblivious. There is no way the Vikings are going to win against the Aarons. I got Packers winning this game. Yeah, the double Aaron combo, um, the Wombo combo, you can't beat it. <laughs> the Packers are going to win this game. 
Dude, you can't beat Aaron Square, especially when you're one and five. So we're going Packers. Yeah, I'm not doing fade on this one either. I'll take it back. All right, and we are just rolling through. Now we're going to the Colts and Lions. The Lions just had a win, and the Colts, I believe, just came off of a bye. Um, I got the Colts winning this game. You know, off of a bye, usually teams do pretty well. They're studying their the team they're going to be playing. I got Phillip Rivers, even though he has a lot of kids. I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, yeah, I like Phillip Rivers, so I got to go with the Colts. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, so Jonathan Taylor having a great year. Phillip Rivers, uh, he may be short on sleep, as you mentioned the kids, but he's still going to pull out with the dub here against the Lions, so we're taking Colts. Before Tyson fades us, I am actually going to switch mine on here. I'm going to go with the Lions. I, I forgot to say, I do not like Phillip Rivers whatsoever. <laughs> I don't like him. He's my least favorite quarterback. You have too many kids. He's got too many kids. They, they got a full student section of kids. I gotta go Lions. Uh, yeah, can I pipe in here for a minute? Um, I'm gonna take the Lions uh, just because they're riding off the momentum that did you last second win against the Falcons. I know it's the Falcons, but uh, the Lions are hot. I know their their offense is cooking, so I'm taking the Lions. I like their offense. I'm gonna take the Colts here. Lions aren't playing the Falcons, so they're not gonna be able to. Uh, all right, and rolling to the next one. We have the Raiders and the Browns. Browns just won against the Bengals, barely upsetting Tyson. Um, and then the Raiders, I believe, lost. Um, see, I've been going for the Browns every week and the Raiders every week. So this one's a tough one for me. I got to go with Browns, even though Odell is hurt. Uh, I love Kareem Hunt, and I'm going with the Browns. I've, had, <clears throat> I've picked the uh, Browns every week so far as well. And um, so far, they've proven themselves that they're, they're a reliable team. Their offense is pretty good. Baker's been playing well. Um, that last game was a little too close to the, for our comfort, but I think they're going to win this game with the momentum that they're carrying right now. Yeah, on this one, uh, I gotta go Browns. Baker Mayfield's in his bag. You saw that video in the locker room, and now, now that OBJ's out, he isn't gonna worry about the wide receiver drama. He can stick back to his original wide receiver one, Jarvis Landry, and they're just gonna have that connection going all game long. Browns winning this one. All right, two weeks ago, you guys all had the Browns over the Steelers. You know what happened last week. Browns should have lost to the Bengals. This week, they're gonna lose to the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr. I'm not high on the Browns at all. I haven't been high on them. I haven't picked them yet. I'm still going to fade them. Raiders are going to win. I'm not high on the Browns. You're high on crack at pick. All right. All right. Wow. That was Adam from two weeks ago, right? I've, I've matured, just like Antonio Brown. He did predict <laughs> one more. You guys have matured about the same level. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on to the next ones. We have the Titans five and one, and the Bengals one five and one. I love Joe Burrow, but I can't. They can't stop Derrick Henry. The man is a beast. 
I have to go Titans here. Ryan Tannehill's looking like an MVP. I gotta go Titans. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with that, Grant, 100%. Um, solely out Derrick Henry. That man is a beast. <laughs> Last week, I hyped him up a little too much, but he's gonna get my back this week, and he's got to go off. Yeah, Derrick Henry's a beast, but Ryan Tannehill still has that Dolphins blood running through him, lead him to a five and one record. So, uh, we're taking Titans in this one for sure. I do like, I do like the Bengals pick. I think them plus five and a half is a good pick, but I will take the Titans in a close one. All right, and this next one is the Patriots and the Bills. This one's tough, man. I mean, Patriots, you know, Ben Danucci is <laughs> wait, he's on the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Cam Newton. He's on my fantasy team. He got, like, negative points. I got to go with Bills, even though they almost lost to the Jets, which is ridiculous. I still got to go Bills. They were looking good, you know, the first five weeks. Yeah, they haven't been doing too hot. Uh, they're on a losing streak. I, I got the Bills this week. I have the Bills, too. Um, I said last week Cam Newton was a bum, and he has proven to be a bum. So I have to stick with the Bills. I go Bills. Can't wait this time. Yeah, so the Bills uh, really scared me last week, John. They they were actually behind for a bit against the Jets somehow. Uh, they ended up pulling out, uh, I believe it was a eight-point victory, uh, which is not enough for how bad the Jets are. Um, so that's what actually is going to make me pick my upside of the week. No, nah, I'm changing my mind. I can't do that yet. <laughs> the Bills, I'm thinking the Bills here. Cam, Cam Newton. Is a better quarterback than Jimmy G, but he's still not good. So we're taking the Bills. Soft to back it out. I was thinking about it. I just couldn't pull the trigger on it. I, I can't even look so bad. The, so Bills, bad. the Bills have never been able to put down the Patriots. The real question is will they actually be able to do it? I think they will finally win, beat Camden. I can't fade you guys on the Patriots game. They let me down last week. Is it too late to change a pick? Can I change it? Are you officially hit? If you're just say it. Because I, it, what I did, it. what I didn't think about was Bill Belichick coming off a loss that they looked absolutely disgusting in. So I feel like he's just gonna literally stay up for like 72 hours straight just studying film, and uh, he's gonna come to the game with an even more ripped up hoodie than usual, and he's gonna just absolutely annihilate the Bills. So Cam Newton is not gonna look great, but the but the Pats are gonna win this. Yeah, wow, like hot take. I like that, but yeah, maybe if they had some weapons, Edelman looks pretty Edelman cool is out in, there. Nah, he's old. He's just done. Are yeah. you final on the Patriots? I'm picking the Patriots, yes. All right, and this next game is not the bum of the week. Um, don't even put the Chargers in the bum of the week conversation. Justin Herbert is going off. So, Broncos and Chargers. Broncos played the Chiefs last week. Of course, you're going to lose to the Chiefs. They're looking better somewhat. And the Chargers are looking really good with Justin Herbert. I'm, I love Justin Herbert. I think this is the battle of the young quarterbacks. I think Justin Herbert's a better quarterback than Locke. I got Chargers winning this game. I agree. I think uh, Locke is just too young right now, and he's more experienced. And I think the Chargers have a better team for now. But Herbert has enough experience? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about NFL, so I'm just giving a hot take. 
Uh, I think Grant saying that the Broncos looked better last week is a stretch considering the spread on that game. Um, but I'm definitely taking Chargers here. The Chargers are no doubt the best two-win team in the NFL right now. Justin Herbert is just absolutely demolishing defenses. And even the backup running backs are filling out pretty well for Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, and uh, the other guy that I can't think of the nail off my head. <laughs> but Joshua Kelly, that's the guy. Those guys are filling in pretty nicely. Keenan Allen is a nice veteran presence for Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert with, uh, I think he's tied the record for most 300-yard games. Um, for a, I think it's most consecutive 300-yard games for a rookie quarterback. And uh, I think this is the week that he breaks it. He has 300 yards against the Broncos, and it's going to be Chargers by 10-plus. Every time you say team 10-plus of ever, i got to take the opposite here. I'm going to go the Broncos. Yes, they look bad. But the Chargers, where's this hype, man? They, they barely beat the Jaguars. I do not think the Chargers are still that good of a team. I think the Broncos and Drew Locke will win the game. All right, and we're going to go to the next one. This is the 49ers and Seahawks. Seahawks have been looking great this year. 49ers are starting to get better. Um... See, I just can't – I got to go which quarterback is better here. I'm going with Russell Wilson against Jimmy G. I got Seahawks winning this game. We got eggs. Breaking news, we just we'll got eggs by two kids. We'll yeah, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Um, I, I really want to pick the 49ers just to prove that Garoppolo is better than Cam Newton. I know he's not going against Cam Newton, but I have to stick with the Seahawks. I'm going to play it safe. Dude, I just want the Seahawks to blow up the 49ers and make you look even more stupid after saying that. <laughs> Matt Russ Cook, he's continuing to cook. He's not slowing down. Uh, they only lost that game because Tyler Lockett doesn't know how to block. So I'm taking Seahawks uh, against the 49ers this week. I don't know. I think Tyler Lockett's reason they lost that game. Russ threw three picks, which is very unusual for them. But along with the Broncos, 49ers, spread's about the same, but that's my upset of the week, 49ers. I've been heavy against the Browns. Seahawks are another team that I'm just not, I do not know how great they actually are. The past few years, they always win close games. They never can blow teams out. They're always in close games. I think 49ers will win this game. All right, and the next game is the Saints versus the Bears. Um, so yeah, I went against the Bears, and they let me down. Um, Saints, you know, Drew Drew Brees is starting to look better. I think uh, I got Saints this game. I'm going with the Bears just because I like to say their name. Um, even though uh, they didn't hold up to my prediction from last week, I think they'll bounce back. Okay, so the Bears finally let me down. Um, you know, I kept, I kept fading the Bears. I keep winning, so I just picked them last week because they just somehow keep winning. And little, little, and, and what do you know? They lose. So uh, you gotta take Saints. Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, gonna go off. So Saints versus the Bears. Saints taking the Saints taking the W. It's a slam boy. Michael Thomas was still out. I'd probably take the Bears here, but with him coming back, I think Drew Brees and him have a good connection. I think the Saints will win the game. All right, and this next game is the bum of the week. Bum of the oh, week. Yeah. This is the Cowboys and Eagles. So we have Ben DiNucci on the Cowboys, and then we have 
Carson Wentz on the Eagles. I don't think I can put my trust in Ben DiNucci. I got to go Eagles here. It's hard for me to say because I do think Cowboys could win, but I think it's going to be real close. Maybe by a field goal, Eagles are going to take the win. I think this game's going to be close, but um, I think Ben DiNucci is going to clutch it up and prove that he is a, a good quarterback. And uh, hashtag do for Dak. So far, that hashtag has not doing, been doing so well. <laughs> Every week, I've been disappointed. But this is the week. Hashtag do for Dak. Uh, Max, I think you need to change your slogan to hashtag tank for Dak uh, so you can pick up a good draft pick. I think that's probably the better option at this point. Because this team is not winning the playoffs, even if they get there. Um, I really think the Cowboys need to sign Trace McSorley and get him in there, because I just want to see how that man does. Because if they're not going to win anyway, might as well just throw in the meme, right? So, anyway, I'm taking Eagles here. That's an easy pick for me. Cowboys suck. They're going to continue to And you suck. don't think Ben DiNucci's not a meme? I mean, in this podcast, maybe, but it would be more national of a meme to see. I mean, I want to see him split QB time. How's that? I want to see, you know, TV by committee, Ben DiNucci and uh, <laughs> Trace McSorley. That's the, that's the ultimate, that's the ultimate under center duo right there. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles here. The real question is, and the sad question is, is Mike McCarthy already on the hot seat? He's been on the hot seat. With that team, even with Dak losing, with CeeDee Lamb going off, you know, the, the receiving core is insane. You got um, Zeke Elliott, probably, arguably, the best running back in the league. There's a few I'd other to be argued. Just my opinion. Kareem Hunt is the best RB in the league. That's another. I, that's 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 worse of a debate than next uh, week. Cam versus can, Jimmy next P. Next week, we will week. debate Ezekiel Elliott. I'm going to have my stats ready for that one. Where is that? Kareem Hunt. All right, and this last game is the Giants versus Buccaneers. I mean, you can't go up against Tom Brady and against the Giants. I, I got to go Buccaneers this game. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. If any of you guys select the Giants, you are dumb. So it is the Bucks, 100%. Um, I challenge Tyson to fade the three of us on this. Uh, so I'm going Bucks. Uh, you know I'm not because I'm predicting the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl. So I will take the all right, and the next one you've all been waiting for, Garoppolo versus Cam Newton. Who is the bigger bum? We have Max and Garoppolo versus Adam and Cam Newton. Um, uh, let's go first. Yeah, I was going to tell you to Hold go up, first. hold on. All right, Max, just like how we do in debates with the presidential debate, I will be the initiator. And I will give you a three-minute window of no interruptions. You can't, no interruptions. You can't talk good about Jimmy Garoppolo for three minutes. I challenge you to do that. Yeah, I got like 30 seconds of me. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know much about football, but that makes him fall. And uh, from what I've seen, Cam Newton, he's scoring negative points in fantasy. Um, he went to the Super Bowl recently. And Cam Newton is just looking like a bum out there. So I don't know how you can defend Cam Newton when Garoppolo is definitely playing better than him. Alright, and Adam? Uh, so, Max, uh, here's how I can defend Cam Newton as being a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Cam Newton has been benched by the Miami Dolphins defense this season. How's that? And Cam Newton can perform, has shown that he can perform without a running back. Unlike your boy Jimmy G. Raheem Mostert goes down, and what do you know? Jimmy G just goes stupid and gets benched. And do you even know, do you know anything about C.J. Beathard? Do you know who that is? No. That's what I thought. They put him in over Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you know who the Patriots' backup quarterback is? No. Yeah, because he's never played a snap, because Cam Newton won't come out, because that dude's a winner. Jared, Cam Newton just got benched in the last game, and Jared just didn't play. What are you talking about? Thank you, Tyson. A little fact check right what there. Quarter, what quarter did he get benched in? Like the third quarter. Well, uh, Jimmy G got mentioned in the second quarter, all right? I think. I'm pretty, right. I'm pretty sure. All right, I'm going to open it up to this guy expose. All right. Uh, I also want to say that Max bases all of his opinions off of fantasy points, and that's not always the best depictor of talent levels in sports. Um, so I just want you to think about that one, Max. I want you to look look at some stats, look at some history. Um, Actually, based off that, um, yes, Garoppolo does have a better average, but Cam Newton, when he does play well, does score more than Garoppolo. So, based off who scores more points, it fluctuates. So, in my opinion, Cam Newton is a very inconsistent quarterback. Garoppolo is a very consistent quarterback, but he's consistently bad. Cam Newton is consistently good and bad. So it, it 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 comes down to what what do so, you think? So do you want a bad quarterback? Or do you want a quarterback that can be bad? Also, I'll, I'll think, leave that one up to the crowd. Also, you got to think about it. Cam Newton is a running quarterback. They do a lot of they base a lot of their plays off of him running. Uh, like you like you saw um, in like week week two week three, he went for a goal line. Uh, run to win the game and did not get it. Um, you know, it's it's tough. It's a tough one for sure. Max, uh, I have a question for you. Do you remember what a, do you remember what a dab is? Yeah. Yeah. What what dance is Jimmy Garoppolo made? I can't or brought think back. Of one. Exactly. We're talking I about skill, case. not I rest dancing. My case. I rest my case. We're talking about skill, not dancing. So basically, Adam's saying Cam Newton's look like a clown out there making all these dance moves. Uh, your boy Juju dances a lot. Is he a clown? I love it. I love Juju. <laughs> Don't get me started with Juju. Juju Speedster is the goat. The man's got the best dance moves out there. Uh, but anyway, we love to hear these kind of stuff. Next week, you'll be able to hear uh, Kareem Hunt versus Zeke. <laughs> but anyway... Um, now we're going to get into our Mount Rushmore of the week. If you guys are just tuning in, what this is, is each one of us will pick a player that we think is best performing um, this week, uh, and we'll explain why. Uh, starting with Adam, who is your Mount Rushmore of the week? All right, so I think this would probably be a given for the three of you guys and any of our avid listeners. So my Mount Rushmore this week is going to be Tua Tagovailoa. He's going to go off. I'm projecting at least two touchdowns, at least 250 yards, and a win against the Rams. Um, he's, going to get his, he's going to win in his first career start. They would not start him over Fist Magic unless they saw just absolute Tua Magic in practice. Not that that rolls as well as Fist Magic, but still, they obviously saw something in practice about this guy that they want to see 
in an actual game situation other than garbage time snaps. So I'm excited to see what Tua has to show off and just prove you guys, because I know you guys don't think he's going to go off. I want to see him prove you guys wrong. This week I got Derrick Henry. I love the guy. Um, <laughs> he's a great player. Last week he didn't perform that well, but this is going to be a bounce back week. Um, he's just going to go off. All right, and I have Le'Veon Bell. He is going up against the Jets this week. His team that he used to play for, um, you know, usually players, when they play against their old teams, uh, they end up showing out. So I really think Le'Veon Bell is the player to start for your fantasy team this week. Um, yeah, he's going he's gonna to do good this week. I, uh, for my Mount Rushmore, I picked the San Francisco 49ers to upset the Seahawks. That means Jimmy G is going to have a great game. I think he's going to pull off the upset. All right, and this next – oh, and we have ties. Oh, I'm going to have some honorable mentions. Uh, I'm going to get Allen Robinson with the Bears. I think uh, him and Big, you know, Nick is going to find him in the end zone against the Saints. I think that's a pretty good uh, duo you'll see this week. And then also staying in that same game, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is just a beast out there. He's been the best fantasy running back this year, and I think he continues that against the Bears, even though the Bears have a pretty decent defense. Those are my honorable mentions. All right, and next, are who's heating up? Um, heating up, if you're just tuning in, this is what player has been doing well over the past weeks. Uh, Adam is going to start us off with who's heating up. Yeah, so my who's heating up of the week uh, is actually not a player. I'm going to go with uh, Rob Manfred because, uh, obviously, that man, if, if any of you watched the post-game of Game 6, the deciding game in the World Series. Uh, this man was off his rocker. Just he was uh, a little bit inebriated. And just so he's one of the, one of the people. You know, everybody everybody hates the guy as a commissioner, and it just kind of makes it a little bit easier shown to frame to show people, hey, I can have fun with the rest of them. You know, so maybe people hate him a little bit less now, uh, unless unless he continues to go forward with the project the uh, the the rules that he's proposing about keeping the expanded playoff format and the runner at second rule and extra innings. That is just ridiculous, in my opinion. I don't know if Tyson has anything to say about that as well, but I guess we'll talk about that if he wants to. Yeah, I definitely don't like that rule. Kind of second base to start off the inning. Yeah, it speeds up the game. I think it speeds up the game too much. I do not like that. Half, half the league making it in the playoffs is just not a good look. I can see... I can see him going to 12. I kind of like a little bit of expanded playoffs, get a couple more teams, excitement late late season, but having half the team in the playoffs is just ridiculous. So anyway, that's enough about Rob Manfred. And we talked more about how he's bad than how he's heating up. We, I just wanted to mention, you know, him having a little fun the other night when after the World Series was over. All right, I have uh, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I had a really good game. For week seven, I believe uh, he had uh, over 200 yards or something insane. But I think he's heating up right now. He's getting pretty comfortable. Uh, he's looking good on the Seahawks. Uh, hopefully he has a he continues this streak. All right. And speaking about another Seahawks wide receiver, DK Metcalf. Love the man. Uh, not to keep referencing my fantasy team this week, but DK's on my fantasy team. He's been one of the better wide receivers, top five in fantasy. 
Um, he's, you know, two years into the league. Um, he's doing wonderful for himself. You know, DK is the man. He's heating up. He's, you know, he's, did you see the tackle of him tackling no, Baker? Did he chased him down. He chased he Baker him. down going 22 miles an hour. No the man, man. Yeah, no man that size should be able to run that fast. He, That's the scary thing about him. He's doing good. But, yeah, um, DK Metcalf. All right, who's seen that for me? Tom Brady. That man, that man just doesn't age. 370 yards, four touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. The Bucks the real deal. Tom Brady's the real deal. All right, and what you all love, Bum of the Week player. Bum of, bum the, of the Week. All right, and we're going to start off with Max. <clears throat> so uh, I have Andy Dalton for getting injured. You are a bum. You did not support my man Dak. Hashtag good for Dak. That hashtag is slowly dying. But, um, yeah, you, you're acting like a bum. I don't know what else to say. And I just want I just want to mention that I was spot on with the Cam Newton being a bum. Um, he scored negative points on fantasy. It's just uh, my bums have been on point so far. Yeah, so my bum of the week uh, this week is an absolute no-brainer. We talk, we mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Kevin Cash, manager of the Braves, taking out Blake Snell with sixth inning with seventy some pitches. Doesn't even matter if it's high, low, 70, 70, 70 some pitches. The dude was absolutely dealing. Had nine Ks. Uh, he gave up one hit, just a single, in the sixth inning. And Kevin Cash, you know, typed up some algorithm in his computer in the dugout, said, "Yeah, you're out of there, bud." Brought in Nick Anderson, who became the first pitcher after after he brought after he got brought in for Blake Snell, became the first pitcher in MLB postseason history to give up a run in seven straight postseason appearances. How do you do that, Kevin Cash? That is absolutely boneheaded. And I just I think Kevin Cash is on the hot seat. You know, I mean, he got he did get him there, but if he if he if he has a bad regular season this this next season, they're gonna remember this. They're gonna remember this. The fans are gonna remember this. The league is gonna remember this. And uh, just he he's, he's gotta really prove himself here next 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 season. Just boneheaded move by Kevin Cash. That's my bottom of the week easily. My bum of the week is Justin Turner. Not because of his playing. He had two World Series home runs. But it's because uh, at the end of the game, he was pulled for testing positive for COVID. And after that, uh, he came back in like, all right, I'm just going to celebrate with the team. He didn't have a ma- the worst look it was for him is they're taking a picture. He didn't have a mask on. He was sitting right by the manager, Dave Roberts, who's had lymphoma before. That just looks, that's not a good look. He was kissing his wife. It was not a good look. MLB should all, is looking into it, but they also not a good look for the MLB to have a guy who tested positive for COVID to celebrate with the team acting like nothing happened. I was saying it's, I was saying it's uh, we'll say noteworthy that the MLB released a statement today, the day after uh, Game 6, to say that they um, disagree with Turner's actions and they'll see about um, you know having reprimands or whatever. And they released that statement just a night after uh, Rob Manfred was on the field watching Justin Turner celebrate. But I don't think Rob Manfred could probably see more than five feet ahead of him. So, I mean, maybe not that much on him. But just noteworthy is all. All right. And my bum of the week is Cam Newton. Like Max said, Cam Newton has just not been doing good. 
I, I, I mean, I just, I just don't think he's doing great. Um, I am going to say another bum of the week. Um, Ben DiNucci, love the man, but you know, he's just not at that level of NFL competition. I, I also have him as my bum of the week. Um, yeah, I mean, they just haven't been doing so hot. My heating up uh, for the week is the Toronto Raptors maybe relocating. Not relocating, but just moving for the season to Kansas City. Um, Patrick Mahomes is trying to get this movement into flourishing with the uh, the ban from travel from Canada to the United States. So the Raptors will be looking to play somewhere in the United States. Uh, first, it was at the... Uh, KFC Yum Center in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. But then once we saw that, Patrick Mahomes jumped on it and said that we should bring him to the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. And I think it would be a great opportunity for our bid to have a NBA team or franchise in Kansas City. So that's my heating up on the week. T-Mobile Center. That so is not... Does it feel like Sprint Center? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, all right, and... For Sports Administration Club this week, Dan Popkick and the Sports Sporting KC via Zoom this Thursday at 7 p.m. on October 29th, um, which is tomorrow. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, we're going to be posting it on Thursday, so it should be the day of uh, that. Uh, thank you so much again for listening this long. If you are, um, we'll post every week, hopefully. Um, and ending with that, uh, thanks for listening to the Heating Up Podcast. It's lit!